0: Uh, that 666 six, six, that to my have the claim with the kids are genitalia. Uh, yeah they still many they talking, know they watching you watch no. they watching you don't matter why and you inside your fucking head like some time no get by numbers are 0- your 51 they try to shut you up when you want to some Welcome back true sicker Thanks for tuning in. I'm here with Ryan. Ryan's got a truth
1: channel. He's trying to get out the word just like we are about what's going on, the agendas, why we got to stop him. His channel is conspiratorial conspiring. I just linked it on my Twitter. As soon as this video is done and finished, it'll be the top pinned post where you can subscribe to his channel. So if you just go to the top of the comments, once we're done with the live stream, you'll see the link right to his channel. He just did a great interview with Max Egan, and he's got some other good ones coming. And, um, Again, always happy to have new people in the community trying to get out the word. So, thanks for uh, reaching out, Ryan. What's up, man?
0: Hell yeah, dude. I mean, I've I've really been looking forward to talking with you for a while now. I've, I've called into the show a couple of times, but I mean, I, I definitely wanted a more long form um, conversation type of type of deal. And now that you know all of this, all this stuff just started coming out. And it, it seems almost inevitable that we're sleepwalking into this techn- technocratic hellscape that I was just like, fuck it, dude. I'm going to talk to everybody I want to talk to. I made my short list, and I'm just like, I put you on there. I mean, to be honest, man, when I first found Gematria, uh, I think it was like 2015 or 2016, and I was like looking up Packers highlights because I was a Packers fan. Not anymore, obviously. Now that I know it's all scripted and rigged and everything, but um, I, I found your channel and you were talking about how the Packers are going to beat the Bears because of this number and that number. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm just like, I don't know about any of this. So I kind of like put you on the back burner, but then in like 2017, like I came across your work again and then you went on tinfoil hat. I'm just like, this is the truth right here. So I just, I went down the Jumatra rabbit hole all the way down, looked through all of your posts and everything. And I was like, dude, this is, I mean, this is, this is undeniable. So, I mean, ever since then, I mean, I've been following your work on almost a daily basis. And I tried to show it to a lot of my friends. be are like, dude, you can make, you can make any number equal anything. I'm just like, oh, really? Because, and the example that I always give is, the Green Bay Packers draft class from a couple years ago. Rashawn Gary equals 112 in uh, the English ordinal. And they pack, the Packers picked him at round one, pick 12. And then Darnell Savage equals 121. And the Packers picked him at round one, pick 21. But the Packers had pick 30, and they traded up to 21 to pick Darnell Savage... And then the, uh, our second round pick, Elton Jenkins, has the same gematria as Brian Gutekunst, the GM of the Packers. And then Jay Sternberger, our third round pick, equals 255, like Green Bay Packers equals 255. I'm just like, if you're going to tell me that's a coincidence, I'm like, I need you to get the fuck out, because there's no way, no serious thinking person could could really think that that's a coincidence. No, and for all the still stumped about
1: how you lost at home to minnesota this year go back and just look at uh, the records that week well there's even some you don't see because people anyway the the, the week the packers lost to minnesota they fell to five and two and in gematria minnesota equals 52 they hosted super bowl 52 it's just a very consistent number with all of their sports teams it's like if a team's playing minnesota and they can become five and two or get the 52nd win or the 52nd loss it happens almost every single time, and th- that week there was a number of other 52s. It was just a huge theme throughout the NFL, but most Packers fans probably felt blindsided. They're probably like, how did we just lose to the lowly Vikings this year? You know, and, and again, you, you learn the Gimacho. You just see how, they, how these game outcomes happen week after week after week, and um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are, are your exact same story. They come along and think, oh, this sounds like a bunch of crap. 'Cause I gotta admit, even when I as when I was first researching this, I, I kinda thought it was a bunch of crap, but then I was blown away shortly and I realized there was something to it, and the more I studied it, the more things I saw it related to it, and I was like, Wow, this is like the hidden code for what controls the mainstream, I guess, and um, and I think that's exactly what it is, so
0: Yeah, and um uh, my girlfriend, when we first started dating, she knew that I was into Jamadria, and she like entertained it, but she didn't really like give a shit. She would just be on her phone while I'd be watching your videos, and yeah, you know, I'm just like, "May I'll show you this right now. Pull up CNN, pick a random article. It was about uh Farmers Almanac predicts polar coaster in in quotes. I'm like, Zach says that's how they that that's how they encode it. So then. I go to the gemoronator put in polar coaster and farmers, farmers Almanac like uh, perfect gematria overlap or something like that and she was like oh my god it is real I'm just like yes I'm like you could do this with all of like the CNN articles pretty much yep. and you do yep. it on a daily basis man
1: I, I do and um, there's a video it was probably back in 2017 I was just I, it was so interesting I, I just gave a um it was one of those cool synchronicities and i I go back and find it because just these channels have been taken down but one time i was giving a a tutorial on all the significance of the number of the beast and the the way they encode 666 from sports to nasa and just I, i did like a 30 minute video and at the end and then i said the thing is this knowledge it teaches you how to decode this number but it also shows you the meaning of what some other numbers mean and then, uh, and then I was going to make the exact point you're making about headlines. headline, so I said, okay, you can see that I just refreshed the CNN page. These are the most current stories up to the moment. You see what's emphasized. I said, there's no way for me to know any about this because we looked at the CNN page to start, and now we have a whole new story. So I said, let's just decode this right here. So what was amazing is um, that what they had encoded in the headline, all the words they had quoted or that they had the emphasis on, it was longer than normal. What was amazing it's just it, it was just one of those synchronicities but i p- plugged it in the calculator and the phrase equals 666 i was like wow that oh is my crazy, god okay I, I said i can't remember the last time i decoded a cnn headline that coded 666 in it but i said isn't that so weird that i just did a tutorial on like the, the all the ways they use 666 and that just happens to be what the cnn page refreshes too and um Yeah, I mean, that's how this knowledge is, too. It it, it seems like in the time I've studied this, there's just been so much more synchronicity in my life. And what I learned many years ago, what I was told by a a spiritual teacher, is that synchronicity is the sign that you're on the right path. So, Mm. whenever that Mm. happens, I I just, I go, I always think back to that.
0: So, could we get a, a brief background because I know you don't have much time so I want to get to some other topics but just like a brief background so people understand um how you got to this point
1: sure yeah so I again it, it all started with 9-11 really for me with the number stuff and um I, I was 18 years old then and 9-11 just it just seemed like the most obvious lie in the history of lies to me and i, I questioned it from the beginning and everything about it including it happening on 9 one as we write it in the u.s what's the national emergency dialing code and um, again just looking for answers i, I found that uh, in 1968 again 911 made the national emergency dialing code world trade center construction began george w bush graduated from yale And skull and bones 2001 a space odyssey came out uh, the Jets won their only Super Bowl, New York Jets, World Trade Centers, buildings supposedly built to withstand commercial aircraft because they were so tall in case that did happen. And seemingly they did until they just all turned to dust and fell down in very suspicious fashion. And then it was all blamed on a man in a cave and we needed to go to war with the world. But um, and, and for people who, who were younger than. I... You know, the summer before that happened, I I was a freshman in college when it happened. A summer before, I could have made the choice to go into the military because they're trying to. And I still remember what the recruiter told me because I said, I don't want to fight any any wars for this country. I said, I'm not about it. I said, it seems like we just send off young people to go fight against brown people and over lies and nonsense. And I just remember the military recruiter told me there'd probably never be another war in my lifetime. And at the time, it kind of felt like he was right because it was the 90s and, I mean, there was some stuff going on in Kosovo and, you know, little skirmishes and in, in parts of Asia and Africa and, and civil wars. I mean, all those things are type of going on throughout the world, but not really exactly like U.S. conflict. Anyway, I just remember how he was trying to sell me that there'd never be another war in my lifetime. And I'm just imagining had I taken that advice, I would have been like 18 years old and one of the first people probably shipped off and done a million tours like so many other people have done. But... Um, I just knew it was a big lie, and I thought, "Wow, had I, my life could have been totally different over this lie." I mean, everybody's lie—truly, everybody's lives are different over this lie. But I mean, just could have been more drastic for getting shipped off to fight overseas after you think you've signed up for peacetime. But um, anyway, that's what got me started. I saw there was something to numbers, and, and I, I noticed that 1968 was 33 years before 2001, and I knew that number had some magic with the Masons. And it's funny. That the word magic has gematria 33 like masonry but so does false flag but um a- anyway i just knew there was something to numbers and, and if you read the 9 11 commission report you'll notice flight 77 of the pentagon and it says it took off at 8:20 and crashed at 9:37, which is 77 minutes later and then if you look at the pentagon and look up its official dimensions don't look at google because google's changed it tight which is a lie but if you look up the official dimensions of the pentagon you'll see it's 77 feet tall and its coordinates the 77th meridian west which is known as the american meridian so again just all those 77s in a very suspicious supposed i mean there it, it seems like there's no evidence a plane ever hit that building but they tell you it was flight 77 that crashed into the again 77 foot tall pentagon 77 minutes after taking off uh, it, it's just too much it's too much Number magic, and if you look into numerology at all, you'll find out right away 11's the master number, 911, New York, the 11th state, the buildings that look like big 11s, they were 110 stories tall, 110. One, the first plane that supposedly hit it was Flight 11, AA11. A is the first letter, so AA is essentially 11 one, one as well. September 11th leaves 111 days left in the year. Again, for years I just looked at all these little number factoids and 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 not to mention i just noticed for years also just number rituals in the news that made no sense just putting a whole bunch of the same number in a story, and it's like why are those numbers even in there why is that important or or why are they just paying emphasis to that number when they could probably name 10 other numbers they didn't put in here and and i looked at all these things for for over 10 years because again i was 18 when i started to have these questions and um, i was 30 years old when i found gematria the practice of coding numbers into words and again i I found an excerpt on the internet from Manly P. Hall's The Secret Teachings of All Ages, where he shares two ciphers, the alphabetic order and the alphabetic order of the rules numerology. And, you know, just shortly after starting to decode things, I noticed like when I wrote out September 11th as a word, it equaled 77. And my mind was blown. I was like, whoa, 77 after all those 77s at the Pentagon, World Trade Center, 77, etc., Just things like that. So right away, I knew there was this immediate relevance. And then my next question was, well, why do this? What's the point of encoding numbers and doing things by numbers? I mean, that didn't make any sense to me. That just seemed like a dumb thing to do. And um, again, it's just we in the West aren't educated in any of this stuff. And we're told all this is a bunch of hocus pocus and nonsense and a waste of time and stuff that, you you know, witches and warlocks did in the past. But you, you, you look into things like Kabbalah. Well, Kabbalah's got a book called the Book of Formation, and the very first paragraph of that book is God created the world with numbers, letters, and words. And if you compare that to the beginning of the Bible, again, it's like, well, God's speaking the world into existence over numbered days. You're supposed to know what happened on what each numbered day, and he's just like speaking it into existence like magic, language, words. So you know, just from the beginning, I've just been trying to put the pieces together and connect why things are what they are rather than just believe the uh, mainstream narratives that are fed. And uh, After seven years of doing this, because I've been doing this since 2013, I mean, we've been able to successfully call a lot of things before they happen, whether they're the sports outcomes in college or pro or something international or, you know, what day is gonna be the next mass shooting or the next big celebrity death or who's gonna win the election or a, a number of other things. It's just, you realize there's some very strong predictive power by understanding this knowledge only because when you learn the numbers, you realize that certain patterns happen very repetitively. Every single month, there's one day in the month that has a 44 and 64 date numerology. And in Gematria, the word kill is 44 forwards, and when you run the alphabetic order in reverse, it's 64. And we've, we've been paying attention to this pattern ever since the death of Dick Gregory, which was back in, I believe it was 2017. It's, it, I think it's been a few years now. But ever since the death of Dick Gregory, we've been documenting. We say, we've been saying, watch the next month for the 44-64 date. We'll see a similar story, because kill is 44-64. So in a couple days, December 12th, it'll be the 44-64 date and sadly i mean i'm sad to say this but i have no doubt there's going to be plenty of headlines from across the world of suspicious deaths on that day people who were 44 64 whose names equal 44 64 in gematria it is the same thing every single month and we've been documenting this ever since the time of dick gregory and and it hasn't skipped a month it's been the same type of pattern every single month and um th- there's just so many things to say about this uh, so I've been talking for a moment, so I'm going to pass the mic back to you. But that's how it started, and, and that's where we're at right now.
0: Well, and I I think um, <clears throat> one of the most compelling points that you make is when you refer it back to um, the Kabbalah and um, you know Jewish texts. You know, talk about the 47th problem of Euclid: how to uh, establish foundation and then you know 47 being such a big number with obviously trump and president and stuff like that and then you also have um, 133 which equals government and white house and stuff like that and if you follow phoenix aurelius at all you know he talks about 133 being the high signature the two branches of masonry being the 13 and the 33 coming together and then also baba kama 113a which you talk about a lot it being such a deceptive number, and then you go to the text, and it says, you know, a Jewish person can lie to a ju- another Jewish person as in a court of law or something like that. How does it's, it go again? It, Baba
1: Kama 113a says that a Jewish person can lie to somebody who is not Jewish as long as it's in a legal setting. And again, the thing about that is, it's pretty much everywhere in this world is a legal setting. And uh, again, in Gematria dishonest is one, one, three, not true is one, one, three fictions, one, one, three bullshits, one, one, three, and a list of other things that are all related to lies and deception. Perjury, disinfo. Right. Infidelity, divorce. All these words are one, one, three, all these things that have to, because really, truly divorce is dishonest because, well, maybe not in everyone's case, but almost everyone's vows would be, you know, till death, do us part. So, I mean, if you're separating before then you're breaking your vows, essentially it's dishonesty, but, um, I guess there's some reasons that would probably be righteous if you turned out that somebody <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even gonna go down that road, but the point is this number one one three is coded all over deception and it shows up again and again. So including coronavirus pandemic equals one one three. And what day was it declared? Eleven slash three again, six hundred and sixty six days after Clade X, the pandemic simulation, um, and Clade X equals one one three, so And by the way, again, in that simulation, if people don't know about Playdex, it was May 15, 2018, 666 days before the pandemic was declared March 11, 2020. And they rush out vaccines that are harmful to people. And uh, right now they're writing about um, how experts aren't sure if this vaccine could have consequences for fertility. And uh, they're saying right now there's no evidence that they would, but at the same time, they don't know and uh, plausible deniability. But what's interesting is the word fertility is 56 like coronavirus the number mm. we've tracked all year and of course utopia that tv show just came out by jeff Bezos's amazon while well, he's 56 years old during the time of the pandemic and it's about a billionaire who rushes out a vaccine that's meant to make the population sterile so it, it's just it's amazing all the all the things going on right now in this at this day and age and again if you have gematria i mean that's the thing. If you if you have eyes to see, you see what's going on right now. You see the lies, but you have gematria. You can really pinpoint the lies and the reason for the ritual and why you're reading about the headlines on the day you are. Well, case in point: Today has 42 date numerology. 42 date numerology, and today the FDA approved Pfizer's rushed-out vaccine. The most criminal pharmaceutical company who's responsible for the deaths of more people in the pharmaceutical industry than any other company. And um, today on the 42 date numerology, their vaccine's approved. And, of course, in the U.K., they just gave out the first vaccines on Bill Gates' 42nd day of his age. And that's not an accident. Like we've been saying all year, the reason Bill Gates is the face of vaccines is because he was born on Jonas Salk's birthday, and the day he celebrated his first birthday, Jonas Salk turned 42, and that was exactly 42 weeks after Elvis's birthday, and Elvis got the polio vaccine created by Jonas Salk on live TV. I'm pretty sure that's exactly why Bill Gates is the chosen puppet to be the face of vaccines. And um, again, the first vaccine in the West given out on his 42nd day of his age, then back in his home country just two days later on the 42 date, that same vaccine's approved in the U.S. And um, again, I mean, if you don't know Gematria, you still see what's going on. You see what a snake bill gates is you know he declared his decade of vaccines 10 years before all this happened but again you have gematria you can go back and pinpoint every last detail of why the decade of vaccines was declared in davos switzerland january 29 2010 and how it synced up with 2020 so again gematria is like it takes the people with eyes to see and it gives them the real evidence of um of how these rituals and these agendas are being executed perfectly by a code. And you realize that's why they call them the cabal, because they're invested in Kabbalah, and Kabbalah says the way God operates is with numbers, letters, and words, which is exactly how these people operate.
0: And with uh, Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, um, even their marriage was by the numbers, where they got married, what, 65 days after his 38th birthday, I believe it was, and... Obviously, pandemic equals 65 and 38. So, I mean, this has been queued up from the get-go. And, dude, his wife, I don't even know what she is or what it is. She looks like Jay Leno. And from the very beginning, I'm just like, who is that? That does not look like a woman. And even prior pictures, they don't look the same to how she looks now.
1: We need the resources right now to see if there is a relation between her and Jay Leno. They do look like they could be brothers. <laughs> but about the point you were just making about 65, uh, for people who don't know, it is a fact. They, him, and, him and Melinda were married on January 1st, 94. New Year's Day, 94. Look it up. It's fact. His birthday is October 28th. It was his 65th day of being 38 years old. If you use the alphabetic order, P is the 16th letter, A is the 1st, N is the 14th, D is the 4th. Just add up pandemic, it equals 65. If you use the alphabetic order and rules and numerology, it's 38. Again, he was 38 years old on his 65th day of his age. Now, fast forward to 2019. There's the the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation co-hosted Event 201, the coronavirus outbreak simulation, which happened the same day the military world games began in Wuhan, China, one month before the outbreak in Wuhan, supposedly. And that was on Melinda Gates' 65th day of her age. And look up the event 201 simulation. 65 million people die over the course of 18 months. So on her 65th day of her age, they simulate a pandemic that kills 65 million when her and Bill were married on the 65th day of his age. And now look, all the vaccines are rolling out right after his 65th birthday. He just turned 65 years old on October 28th this year. And his dad just died at age 94, like how Bill and Melinda Gates were married on the first day of 94, and like how Seattle, Washington equals 94, where he operates out of, so does Davos, Switzerland, 94, coronavirus pandemic's 94, and he declared his decade of vaccines on his 94th day of his age at the time, and decade of vaccines equals 65. And his goal was, in 10 years after that, to have a a movement to vaccinate the whole world, well... He did that in 2010, 2020, all this is happening, and now we have a movement to vaccinate the world. So, uh, again, that's why Gematria, it's just, it's so perfect. And there's a small way and a big way. The big way, decade of vaccines is 313, which is the 65th prime. You mean to tell me right after his 65th birthday, all this vaccine stuff rolling out by 42, and we've been saying all year he's Mr. Vaccine, he's Mr. 42, operating out of Washington, the 42nd state, where the first case of coronavirus was confirmed in the world after Wuhan, China, you know? And um, they've been practicing, they've been testing the vaccines and all that stuff in Seattle ever since. The 42nd state with all this 42. Here we are at the end of the year on the 42 day. And again, truly the most criminal pharmaceutical company in the world, Pfizer, they're rushing out a vaccine. Vaccines are supposed to take 10 to 15 years to develop. And realize, you guys, like we said at the beginning of the year, too, when they rush out this vaccine, because we predicted all this, we said, just understand, it will have already have been, th- this agenda was planned so long ago, it's ridiculous. So anyway, man, passing it back.
0: Let's talk about um, what you were just referencing about the first confirmed case um, being in Seattle on January 21st. Uh, Also could be, you know, 121 World Health Organization, 121, John Hopkins University, 121. Um, And then it was the same day that Trump was speaking in Davos to the World Economic Forum, 222 days after his birthday and World Economic Forum equals 222, Wuhan Coronavirus, 222, New York, New York, 222, and then they declare the pandemic 222 months exactly after 9-11. Well, I
1: mean, you just nailed it right there. I mean, again, that, that's just a really big example of how all these rituals are so perfectly conducted. Again, just to rewind and, and clarify one of the things you said, the Event 201 Coronavirus Outbreak Simulation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation were a co-sponsor. The main sponsor of that event was the World Economic Forum out of Switzerland, Just like the World Health Organization, like so many banks, the United Nations, the Swiss Guard at the Vatican. Remember, it's the Jesuits behind all this. If you guys aren't familiar with my work, we'll touch more on that. But the World Economic Forum was the main sponsor. And if you look up the timeline, Donald Trump signed his trade deal with China January 15th. And then he was at the World Economic Forum January 21st to brag about – his trade deal and, and how world trade will never be the same again. The greatest trade deal in the history of the world, he said. And, and look up the time his speech started, 1147. If you're new here, you might not recognize that. But if you're a veteran, you see why Trump's speech began at 1147 on that day. But the thing about January 15th for the trade deal and January 21st floating about it, if you look up the story of Wuhan coronavirus, again, the first confirmed case outside of China was in Seattle, Washington. And the story is that that case arrived in Seattle on January 15th and was confirmed on January 21st. And just think about it Trump's back in Switzerland, the coronavirus is in Seattle, Bill Gates' Gabby vaccine alliance is in Seattle, in Switzerland. And, and, and Bill Gates had already said two years earlier in Switzerland as well that around this same time he expected there might be something even more serious than your typical epidemic. Can just these guys have been foreshadowing and hinting at what's to come but the thing is okay world economic forum what are the odds that trump is there the day coronavirus is confirmed in the u.s after their simulation of a coronavirus pandemic which they had in new york and in the u.s but the thing is if you measure from trump's birthday beyond just what are the odds of that if you measure from trump's birthday june 14th which was the plague's birthday to the day that he was at the world economic forum it was his 222nd day of his age two 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 and if you write out world economic forum with just the most simple cipher it's 222 if you write out wuhan coronavirus the most simple cipher it's 222 new york new york 222 and again they simulated this in new york new york and from the day that 9 11 happened to the day that the pandemic was declared was exactly 222 months later. And the phrase order out of chaos is 222. And again, the clear parallel between 9-11 and this is you have to see what's being achieved by governments. With 9-11, there was a boogeyman out there, so we had to give up our rights and liberties and allow the government to have greater surveillance and control over the information that relates to us. We, that, that's what became the law of the land, the Patriot Act. The, you know, the big telecom company agreements, the, the right, the, the telecom companies are immune from prosecution, from even violating our, our, our civil rights. There's been so many changes in the land since then. It's like uh, they, it's like the powers that shouldn't be have been given immunity and the rights to spy over us. And that's exactly what it is. But now here in 2020, when we get this leap in wireless technology, this 5G, where it's just so much more sophisticated and accurate the GPS tracking. Now they want to do, you know, look at what they're doing. They're saying there's a virus out there. We could all be carriers. So they're they're monitoring how close we come to other people. And then they're keeping these digital footprints of us everywhere. So we, we know, it, I mean, imagine it, somewhere there's a record of like all the cell phones that we're coming across. And just in case somebody in that cell phone domino ends up testing positive for the virus, then they'll go back and they'll track all the other cell phones they were close to in stores, malls, wherever. You know house gatherings wherever and then they'll send all those people a notification that they were near someone so realize that because of the new wireless technology that allows this greater tracking and surveillance now they're able to they're able to test this out but they're also able to just make it clear that and and get people's consent to do it say you know what you guys to keep you safe we just need you to opt into these things so we, we we can really keep tabs on you and just make sure you don't catch this deadly virus but, but just realize after this is all done, that people politicians will come along and they'll say, look, I mean, to stop the next pandemic, we might as well keep these practices in place just so if this ever happens, we can snuff it out from the beginning. And then, again, this is how it happens. They give us this threat, this reason, and then we give up more rights and liberties so that we can feel safer and safer. And, and look at what's going on right now they're phasing out paper money, they want it all digital money. Think about why government would want all digital money. Then they can track every last penny. Now every tip you pay to the waitress, she has to pay taxes on. There's no more, you know, under the table tip, cash tip. Again, all they want is greater surveillance and control, and we're giving it to them through these agendas that are all based in fear. And, and by the numbers, and you can see right through them and who's responsible again when you understand the code.
0: Oh, and well, and they do it I mean it's like it's like they go decade by decade you know first it was it was the Russians back in the 50s and then it was serial killers and then it was terrorists and then it was school shooters and now it's coronavirus. It's funny how all of those go away once they find their new boogeyman and it, it, it's time after time where people just keep falling for it. It's like, oh my god, the school shooters take away all the guns. Oh my god, coronavirus, let me give up all my rights and liberties and let you track and trace me wherever I go and I I put a post on my instagram back on march 2nd or not march 2nd april 2nd um i was just going through cnn and they had this thing cell phones of spring breakers from daytona beach were tracked all across the country to see the spread of coronavirus and it's like oh my god they, they already have this stuff and you know they're just telling people now oh well you can opt in on your iphone you know if you want if you want to uh, swipe over and allow us to track you and alert for when you come across COVID positive people Then you can and it's like oh yeah the app that you downloaded onto my iPhone without my consent and every time they ask to hit a download on my iPhone I always say later 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 and then one day I just wake up and it's on the fucking iPhone without me ever okaying it or anything so then they put the tracker on the phone and then you realize they've already had all of this technology this I mean, what they really do and what I've actually just come to grips with lately is that they're constantly gaslighting us. Is They they tell us that, you know, like, for instance, the World Health Organization comes out last month and says lockdowns is a bad idea. We should never do that again. And now all of the governments, um, all, all of the state and local governments are all saying, we need to lock down per the advice of the World the world health organization it's like what the fuck they just said last month we should not lock down that it's a bad idea and it's like we need to trust the good health authorities at the cdc and the who it's just like what the fuck are we talking about and i don't know if you saw this but um 80 (laughs) and this is a good number right 84%, the CDC says, 84% of people who wear a mask end up getting coronavirus anyway, as opposed to just 16% of people who sometimes or rarely or never wear the mask. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's a fun little 84. But I mean, I feel like that's also true because you just had a conversation with Greg Carlwood, and he's on this big kick right now for terrain theory versus germ theory. And... Dude, I mean, honestly, after doing all my research and everything, I'm full convinced on terrain theory. I mean, germ theory seems like almost complete horseshit. And I was telling my buddy Nick, I would go and visit him in Chicago every now and then. Now I'm in Austin. But uh, I would go and we would talk and I be, it was in January... Like a few days after the 21st when you you had put out all of this research and stuff like that. So I was telling them, I'm just like, dude, this whole thing's scripted and it's complete BS. Don't believe if they try and make this something that it's not, just know that it's fake. And then, you know, there's channels now saying, oh, back in March, we had no idea. You know, we, we thought that this was real. I'm just like, God damn it. If you knew Gematria, we knew that this was a hoax months before that. And even tracing it back to China. I'm just like, this whole thing was by the numbers, man. And I don't know if you caught this, but Trump got COVID, obviously, 33 days before the election. But um, what Phoenix uh, Aurelius clued everybody into was he got COVID uh, 1,717 days after his inauguration. And modern Freemasonry was started in 1717
1: election, the 17th prime, just like Texas and 17 states are, are bringing this appeal to the, the Supreme Court about overturning the election. Uh, just to go back to the, the day that Trump tweeted about uh, testing positive was in the early I believe his tweet time was 12:54 a.m. if I remember correctly. The 54th minute of the day like Jesuit Order 54 mm. like uh, Georgetown established while John Carroll was 54 years old and John Carroll equals 54 as well at the Jesuit University in DC where the whole pandemic was foretold by the Jesuit Anthony Fauci who said on January 10th 110 2017 Anthony Fauci said at Jesuit Georgetown there'd be a coronavirus or not he didn't say there'd be a coronavirus pandemic he said be, there'd be a pandemic and outbreak in the time of Trump he didn't say coronavirus though but um January 10th it's interesting that he said that because of that date 110 The the word president equals 110, and again, Trump tweeted about testing positive 110 days after his birthday and exactly 110 days before Inauguration Day. And then the other thing about the date he tweeted, 10 slash 2, like 102, like how we write it in the U.S., again, we've been talking about 102 all year. Um, uh, Sorry, man, I should have done this a long time ago. I I just got to – everyone's calling in to be in. You guys, I'm doing an interview with this gentleman. I'm not taking calls. So anyway – the day he wrote a 10 slash to like 102, if you write out Wuhan, China, it equals 102. And in the event 201 simulation, 201's the reflection of 102. They compare the outbreak, which it was supposed to be in a fictional outbreak, which just happened to happen a month later. But uh, again, the event 201 coronavirus outbreak simulation was October eighteenth, two 2019, the exact day the military world games began in Wuhan, China. And then one month later, the outbreak in Wuhan. So if you write out Wuhan, China, again, it's 102. In the event 201 simulation, they compare the outbreak to Spanish flu, which was 102 years before 2020. And it came out of World War One. And if you write out World War, it equals 102. And if you write out Art of War, it equals 102, which was translated by the Jesuits. And supposedly who wrote Art of War was Sun Tzu, which is an interesting name because the Jesuit logo is the sun. Sun equals 54 with the alphabetic order, whereas Jesuit order is 54 with the alphabetic order and rules numerology. Again, this whole code is synced up with the calendar, which is based on the sun, which is named after a Catholic pope who the Jesuits serve. It all comes together. Again, it all goes back to the 16th century, if you're new here. In the 16th century, the calendar was given to us. English was standardized as a 26-letter alphabet. The Jesuits were created. It's you go back from that time up to the present, pretty much all of history is by this code. But um, 102, so the 10 slash 2 day, and remember just headlines from a couple months before, you had New Zealand with 102 days before it got put back on lockdown. You had the big outbreak in Australia. Australia's another 102 nation. The first celebrity who got the virus was Tom Hanks, who was filming a movie about Elvis in Australia. And there's a lot more to say about that, but again, Tom Hanks... He's also in the movie Inferno, which came out on Bill Gates' birthday, which is about a billionaire who wants to depopulate the world with the virus. Bill Gates's full name, William Henry Gates, is 201. Again, the, just this circle of numbers, 201, 102. Um, Pfizer merged with Glaxo GlaxoSmithKline exactly 102 weeks, exactly 102 weeks. Not 102 weeks in a day or three days, exactly 102 weeks before their coronavirus vaccine was approved by the UK's version of the FDA, exactly 102 weeks. And that same day in the headlines in the U.S., you had a headline about a 102-year-old woman who survived coronavirus twice and who was born the year of the Spanish flu. I mean, all this stuff is just a mockery. And when you learn the code and who's responsible, you see, ah, they're just paying tribute to the Jesuits. It's the war on germs. It's the war on terror it's the war on drugs and if you look up those three things they're all 19 years apart there's a reason for the 19 the word chaos is 19 in gematria and that's the pattern order out of chaos jesuit tactic the uh the war on drugs was 1982 the war on terror was 2001 and the war on germs as we know 2020
0: so yeah let's talk about um half of 102 equals 56. And obviously, this is the year of 56, man, because, I mean, coronavirus equals 56. And then, you know, the best example is the toilet paper and mind control, both equaling 56. And, we, it, well, actually, they have complete, uh, perfect overlap in the four base ciphers. And we had the whole toilet paper gates, everybody rush into the store to get toilet paper. And then we also had... um. The NFL came out in training camp and said 56 players have tested positive for a coronavirus. Twice! Yeah, yeah, you're right. Twice they did that. And I, as soon as they came out with that, I'm just like, they're playing right by the 56 code. And, th- and this whole year has been 56. And then uh, Gavin Newsom saying 56% of Californians could contract coronavirus. I'm just like, who fucking comes up with that number? I'm like, how do you justify that?
1: His quote was 56% in eight weeks, which is 56 days, plus his name, Gavin Newsom's 56, like coronavirus, like Society of Jesus, and he's a Jesuit as well. That's it's just why it's so obvious that it's them. I mean, it's their faces everywhere. They, they told us this was going to happen at their institutions. They put their numbers all over it. Again, the Jesuits were saved in history by Catherine the Great, who saved 201 Jesuits per their own history. Event 201, the simulation. But all, all year... It's been them, their faces, their encoding, and and you start to realize, I think just a moment ago, unless I heard you wrong, you might have misspoke. You said, I think you said half of 102 is 56, but I think what you meant to say was half of 112 is 56. Oh, yeah, yeah, The Jesuits operate in 112 countries, which anyone can look up. Catholicism equals 112, like mathematics equals 112, like one plus one is two. And you're right, 56 is a half of 112, and I rarely hadn't even thought about that until you just said it, so good observation.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, we'll probably save it for another time, but I wanted to to get into um, some more controversial stuff with uh, Sandy Hook and that equaling 112, Adam Lanza equaling 112, he's 112 pounds, yada, yada, yada. But something here's
1: here's something i've noticed from having to start youtube channels so many times be save your more controversial topics until you have like at least a thousand subscribers i swear somehow the algorithm knows how to pick on channels that are brand new like if you're even just the slightest bit controversial it's just like me i just started my new channel and i put three videos on there that have been safe on my main channel but then they gave me a strike right away on that channel so i have a suspension right away from the start so um sandy hook i'd be careful because I, like, I, I've, I've probably had more videos taken down over Sandy Hook than any other. I don't mind talking about it. I'll still talk about it in 112. Again, Sandy Hook 112, look it up, people. It was one of the first things I ever noticed when I learned Gematriad because I always wondered why they reported everywhere that Adam Lanza weighed 112 pounds. Look it up, Sandy Hook 112. His birthday is April 22nd, 112th day of the year, plus a whole lot more. His initials AL, A is the first letter, L is the 12th. Again, the Jesuits, 112, mathematics, doing things by the code not to mention uh connecticut's 46 like catholic like how we're about to get our second catholic president number 46 the only other jfk killed at age 46 but yeah um uh, just just as a warning since you're, you're starting up your channel I, I'd, I'd wait a second to talk about sandy hook man i just I, I know how i know how quick they are to pull down videos that that mention those two words together,
0: so... Yeah, and and like I I said in the beginning, I mean, I'm focusing on the more alternative platforms. I mean, Uh YouTube, to me, is a dying breed, and to even try to start something on YouTube right now is just, it's fruitless. (laughs) And then, and uh, Whitney Webb, she was just doing an interview with uh, Sam Tripoli on Tinfoil Hat, and she was talking about that these technocratic elite they have the ability to encrypt everything on your website completely block it across the entire internet so you can't upload it to any other site and then they can also scramble your communications so you can't let your fans followers friends family nothing you can't let them know anything so i'm just like this whole way of you know living on the internet is coming to a crashing halt at well, some point or that, another. And again, for, for I'm
1: not sure. I think I'm taking you're a little bit younger than I am. Um, the internet was a new thing right as I was about getting into high school for me. It was like the end of middle school, high school. And it, it just seems so promising the way they're selling it. It's just like a way for people to connect and share information and link up with everybody in the world. And I mean, that's very much true. But now in the, in the last, you know, uh, the reason I really started speaking out in 2013 was that the censorship really started after the Sandy Hook. There was this huge push for censorship online, and I, I just saw how good content was getting taken down. And that really made me say, like, wow, I know I got something to say and share with the world. I really need to start getting it out there while, while I still can. And I, I've been battling censorship the whole time, but at the same time, I mean, I'm glad that I have been speaking out the time I have because I know I've reached a lot of people, and a lot of people are grateful for this, but – Um, It's just something that gets it gets worse and worse. So we got to use the time what we can and you're right I mean there are other platforms and with my new show I'm planning to broadcast to four different things at once including YouTube because the thing is even though YouTube sucks because of their Censorship, it's still a lot of people come here to watch their video content And the thing about something like TikTok is your video can only be a minute So it's hard to do something like this, but uh, these other platforms that, that, are, that are up and coming, they still... I, I noticed even the bigger channels, they don't have that much of a... They don't get as many views there. So it's like if you're really trying to reach a lot of people, YouTube's still the way to do that. But eventually that will change. Well,
0: that's what I, I kind of wanted to talk to you about. And I don't know if we have time to really go into it. But um, I, I almost feel like the time for waking people up is over, man. And, and you know, if, if you're awake... Like it's time to get together with other awake people. I mean, the truth community has, has sat around on its, on its hands and really done nothing. And we've just taken it up the tailpipe and just allowed all of this stuff to just come down. And I mean, they're going to enforce everything that they want to do. And like, hopefully we, you know, Jason Bermas talks a lot about the great resistance. I mean, I hope dude, but I, I just don't see it. So there's this there's this website that I just joined, and um, it was created by Derek Bros. It's called Freedom Cells. You get together with other like minded people, like anarchists, and you know people who want to do permaculture and all of this stuff. And then you know you get together and you teach each other your skills and. You can rely on each other for a grid shutdown, which the World Economic Forum has forecasted even more than a coronavirus pandemic. So I I really feel like that's the kind of solutions we need to start gravitating towards. Get with people who are already awake and start making plans and stuff like that. And you were talking about this the other day on your live stream.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the right thing to do. I just you mentioning Derek Bros's name it reminds me of the the difficulties we have. I, I don't like Derek Bros at all. I don't care for him one bit. Everybody, a lot of people who follow me know I was kicked out of the Anarchadelphia conference because him and I got into it, mm. and, and they sided with him and, and took him for the conference. And the conference was a failure. And I think it was doing things like taking Derek Bros instead of me, but. Um, yeah, I, I don't care for Derek bros because he's taken too many chip shots at my work and, and the guy still believes in the political system And he's kind of a clueless moron, but he is right that we need to he, he's right in the sense that we need to get out of the system and, and, but I mean he's still he just it, it, It's like I agree with the thing about that guy's here Let me tell you what I know about Derek bros when he had no subscribers and I, I, I My channel was reestablished at that point it was up to about 70,000 at the time. I said hey, man I'd love to have you come on and promote your work because I like your message and then he said he, he wasn't interested on coming on my show. And I said, well, aren't you trying? And he was like, he, I responded to a video where he was like bummed out because his views were so low and people weren't giving him feedback. So I'd reach out to him to promote him. And then he like, he just says, I don't I don't want your help. Or, and it's like, and I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if he had a perception of me already. But anyway, it's just like, I, I would never want to, I just already know what he's
0: about. To mm. me, he's a bitch.
1: <laughs> so anyway, <it's, laughs> this world man is just like, it's like if that guy's leading the moment i just know like being in his camp is just like I-, I couldn't do it because i just already know who he is he's like somebody i tried to help out and then he ended up talking shit it's just, like i would never want to work with that guy so no
0: oh yeah i mean i i mean i i like some of what he says like he's put out a couple hit pieces on trump he does
1: say a lot of great things but i just know at the inside it's like why are you trying to if somebody reaches out to help you when you need help and you're asking for help and you just shit on him, like what kind of person are you like he like is he a mental patient or like what's wrong with the guy so Anyway, I just I couldn't roll with Derek Bros, but his idea is still all right.
0: Yeah, and, and that's that's what I was really getting at, like freedom cells, meeting like-minded people, and getting together and forming communities. Because, I mean, like I was saying, I mean, I really do think that this way of living on the internet and live streaming every day, I mean, it, it, at some point they're just gonna they gonna take us all off of YouTube, and the, and then what? So, I mean, it's time to find alternative platforms at least but then also in real life getting together with like-minded people and um you know creating communities creating sustainable agriculture and all of that kind of stuff
1: true I'm, i'm all for it i think it needs to happen um And and yeah, I I see the comments in the chat. People say, Zach, are there people you haven't had beef with? And yeah, good point. I mean, there's plenty of people I haven't had beef with, but there's a lot of people in this channel that act like they're something and about the truth, but they're also shitty to me and towards Gematri, and I just always wonder why that is. I didn't even know who Derek Rose was. One day his video popped up in my feed, and I caught this one, and I was like, man, he's all down and out. His message sounds pretty good, and I know how he feels. So I reached out to him and said, hey, man, I'd love to have you come on my show and promote your channel. And he just got back all shitty, and I was just like, wow, this guy, like... He must know me already and not like me for some reason. But I, I, I just, um, so I don't know. I mean, I I've tried to, I tried to be cooperative with people, and I'm just being real. I just know that that's my response from Derek Bros, So I don't want anything to do with that dude. I don't trust
0: him. He seems something, like there's something wrong with that guy. Let me ask you about a call for an uprising because I watched this one hit the video. Call for an uprising. So, he, yeah, he- Dude, he, he took you to task. He was like, he's a Jewish Mossad agent. His last name is Greenblatt. He was going off. He never took me to task. He, he was no, 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 no. I, I wasn't saying that he owned you or anything. I was just saying like he, like, he was... No no, 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 no. You're
1: responding to the bullshit
0: video that he made. Yesterday. Yeah. he retired from YouTube. So, again, a call for an uprising. Just another worthless piece
1: of shit. A call for an uprising. Him and Jeff C were on their radio program talking shit about me. I got, I got to leave here in a second. Um, they were on their radio program talking shit about me and it was a Wednesday night cause I was doing TFR at the time. And when I got off TFR, everyone's comment was go on their program. They're talking shit about you. So I flip over to a call for an uprising. He was a newer channel at the time. This is 2016. His channel just like blew up overnight. It was so weird. It's like, how, where did this guy get this professional cartoon? Who is this guy? How did this channel grow so fast? Cause he just came out of nowhere and had like a hundred thousand subscribers in, in like less than a month. But it which is unheard of on YouTube. And um but anyway he was talking shit about me and Gematria, so I went over to his live stream and people saw I was in the chat, so he brought me on and then I debated him and Jeff C. It was like those two against me. And a call for an uprising was getting all frustrated, he started like making these comments, but then his whole chat turned against him and then he had like ten thousand comments of people saying that Wow, Zach said, you know, he's not even a Christian, but he looked more like the follower of Jesus, and you looked like the spawn of Satan. That's like all of his comments because of the way he conducted himself. And, and Jeff C got embarrassed too. There was a moment where a call, call for an uprising got kicked out of his own stream, and then it was just me and Jeff C. And everybody knows how Jeff C turned into a puppy dog when he didn't have a call for an uprising there, because he was talking all big before, and then he totally backed down. So it was embarrassing for both of them. But then, so the next, the very next video that a call for an uprising uploaded was the next day. And he said that he'd been there for four months, working so hard, and he just decided this was too stressful, and it wasn't worth all the negative feedback, and he was done. And then at the end of the video, he goes, oh, by the way, this isn't because of what happened with the debate with me and Zachary K. Hubbard the other day. So then he got, he was gone, and he didn't upload a video for over a month, but then when he came back, what did he have? He had a two-hour like documentary put together, with, which is all just fake bullshit, just like regurgitating all these lies and trolls and slanders about me so i just showed you how pathetic he was and it took him like a month to put together his two-hour video but uh, again just a, a total jerk off and, and who are these people I, again a call for an uprising's cartoon is very professional it's like who put that together for him and um really how did his channel get so big so fast and, and just doing the same thing everybody else does Ooh, the wow he knows about the one-eye symbolism he is so wise and knowing a call for an <laughs> uprising let's say in every single video like he does. So, uh, again, I just look at this whole truth community as a bunch of fucking frauds and jokers, and I always repeat, I say, how many, it's, I I don't have anything against ex-convicts or people who've been to prison, but a lot of the people in the truth community are ex-convicts, and I almost wonder if they're, like, picking, because it's hard to get a job when you come out of prison. People don't want to hire you for shit. A lot of these YouTubers are are ex-convicts, including Derek Bros. Now some people I know they, they come to their they have time to think and write and, and they gain wisdom and knowledge and read. I mean, that could be why you see people coming out of prisons and, and going into YouTube and speaking truth. But at the same time I just notice how many people in this network are really shitty people like Richie from Boston. I'm not gonna say Derek Bros is a really shitty person, I'm just gonna say he's a bitch and I stand by that. But I, I just know that the two things they have in common is they both talk shit about this work. They both seem to well, Derek Bros seems to be really clueless about a lot of things, I gotta be honest. <laughs> Richie just seems to be a bullshitter, but even, but not as clueless, but just total bullshitter. But yeah, I just, I just I, this whole truth community, I just hate it. I just, I call them the truth frauds, man. And um, again, I always say, look at the whole community. I mean, what do they have to show for themselves? Just falling for every last thing. So, anyway.
0: All right, man. Well, I, I know you got to get to it. You got to ship off some books and stuff like that. So um, we definitely got to do a second one. I mean, I got so many more notes and so many more things to talk about. So let's definitely do it again sometime. But I really appreciate you coming on today and uh, live streaming everything to get the word out. So I uh, really appreciate it, Zach. Yeah,
1: appreciate
0: you too, man. We'll do another one. All right. Have a good night, man. All right. yep.